Hey guys, so Violently Funny Podcast is powered by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me break it down for you. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit every episode right from your phone, computer, or tablet. And then Anchor takes it a step further by distributing the podcast for you. That's right. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere great podcasts are, Anchor connects to them. Plus, you can make some serious green from your show with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a killer, hilarious, engaging podcast all in one place. And you know we're all about convenience here in 2019. So go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Violently Funny, (laughs) a podcast about domestic violence, dating, sisterhood, life, and comedy, hosted by Brittany Brave and Onika McLean. All right, guys, I'm doing this interview solo today, but I am so stoked to welcome fellow comedian, writer, producer, and DV survivor, Emily Duke. Emily has her own online web series called Garbage People. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, and she and I met at a show at Caroline's on Broadway mm-hmm. a couple months ago <laughs> um, where we, we locked eyes for safety. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very special. Yeah. Um, but w- without further ado, please give a warm, loving... Violently funny. Welcome to Emily Dan. Thank you so much for having me. Thank I you for love being here. when we listen we ask podcast listeners to give a welcome. Like I can feel their energy. I can feel in the it. Our, we've had guests be like ladies by a show of hands. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel the women being like Yes. yes I'm here. And for those of you I'm that don't you. know, because again it's a podcast, Brittany is raising her hand. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Like the, the force of your hand actually created sound waves reverberating on the microphone, so everybody knows. See, I'm tiny but powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That is how I would describe you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Like um, an only uh, plus, only plus. Vibrator. Vibra- oh, there we go. More support, more brand support. Yeah, yes. there we go. Literally, uh, the air pulsing vibrator is gentle but powerful, and I was like, oh, I relate. Yeah. I relate. I identify with this story. Your astrological sign is vibrator. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'll be guessing yours in oh. a little bit. Bit. Mine's so obvious. I, I, we haven't spent a ton of time having a conversation with each other, so I like this. We're raw dogging our yeah, interaction. Yeah. We're just really going for it. Um, and I'll just, you, know, you like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I will. I think after our interview is when we'll do our brand new segment, Guess That's guess my sign or whatever okay. and I will well guess. I am very strongly my solar sign but I also very intensely identify with my lunar oh so she knows about astrology oh I know a lot about astrology okay so okay that so my me. husband I won't tell you my husband and I have each other's uh solar signs as each other's rising signs each other's weight so you have my the same- rising sign is his solar sign and vice versa oh okay so then Okay, that helps me. Okay, I think that's my one lifeline. Okay, I don't know if you've been listening, but I I kind of have a knack for guessing people's signs, at least on the first, like, one or two tries. Okay. So, but like I said, let's get into it with each other a little bit. Yeah, let's get into it. Just so I could do a little bit of research, and then I'm going to go ahead and take, and there's Onika Oh, bitch. Hi. She's looking good. You guys know we're booked and busy here. Booked and busy. So Onika's joining us now. Hey, I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) She is. This uh, this entire episode and interaction sums up Onika and I to a T. Just like to 
a T or dynamic. Let me just tell y'all one thing. Everybody else in a whole producer's circle was understanding. Not this bitch, Brittany Brown. Because you know she why? Was like, I'm sick of your shit, bitch. I'm like, first of all, I'm sorry. I just told her at one time I was 10 minutes late to this and she was going, time is money. What are you doing? And yelling at me through text. So it's okay. Now we're I just want to be clear as the guest here that Onika was late, but that meant that I drank a lot of wine. And so like, now you're ready. Like, I'm fine with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just want to say as a guest, like if this was like an old timey hostessy party, like Emily is. Post style, like Which you did the mine? right thing by Where's Emily my Post. Wine? Where's my That's wine? what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. So Emily and I bonded. Um, pretty quickly at the show and we keep tabs on each other and Emily is also not only a comedian but a fellow survivor so as you're dancing and drinking and enjoying wine why don't you tell us about your wonderful experience with domestic violence oh my god yes <laughs> yeah, what's yes story? yeah I mean I, I thought about this a lot before I got here today I think it, it's very interesting because this is not something that I talk about on stage. Um, and I wow. talk about a lot I don't of either. shit on stage. Yeah, I talk about, I would say the biggest thing I talk about is like issues with eating disorders and my family. And it's just literally, I've never written a joke about this. And this is something that has also not been an isolated incident for me. Namely to say that like, I had a boyfriend in high school who hit me. Me too. My, I, like it, it was a pattern of behavior. So mm. first and foremost, I think, I thought that it wasn't something I talked about because it was too raw and I couldn't make it funny. But I think there's also a big part of me that thinks that I owe any abusers of mine anonymity, <laughs> which I think is very oh. ironic that I feel yeah, this like you. sense. Of, you, you know, that, I mean? do you get that? Um, I felt. I remember when my ex, when they, because I went in just for a restraining order and the NYPD literally was like, we have to arrest him. Like, based on everything you presented, it's now officially, like, out of your hands. Yeah. Like, there's And on a superficial of- level, you're like, I love this person. Like, they, you I don't hurt him. started weeping. I was like, no, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to ruin his life. That's, I don't want yeah. this to be a whole thing. And, and now I look back and I'm like, you dumb bitch. Like, yeah. you know, bad people have to pay consequences. Like, you, yeah. he did something bad. Like, yeah. it's out of. I get you. Yeah. Like, it, I think it's a little bit different. I'm not sure. Yeah. Really, totally, it's your story. But I think it's a little different when it's like you have a history of that kind of thing. It's it's like Brittany was dealing with this stuff and her stuff is just so immediate. It's right mm-hmm. now. This just kind of happened. I don't feel that that took, that was a long time ago at all, Brittany. Like two years. I don't think that that's a long time ago at no. all. And, and being that you came from like a good, wholesome background, you know, like freaking Adam over there, you know, parents love each other, still having sex. Fucking Adam with kind of stuff. fucking happiness. Fucking dick. Adam's and parents Br- and my parents still fuck. I've been it drinking wine is. looking at this fucking happy motherfucker. <laughs> He's like a little smile. He's not all that happy though. But he got shut some shit. Shut the fuck up. No, no, he, no, no. He got he some does. shit. He got but, some shit too. Yeah, Everybody got yeah. some shit. He's so happy. Onika, before you got here, he was like going into detail about like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's and comparing them. You know why? You know why? Because you said something about busting seeds with pomegranate on the last episode. Now he's trying to fucking make mm. you think that he's some kind of goddamn domestic shopper. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so, so. so At Whole Foods were available for sponsorship. Okay, go on. Yeah, what I'm trying what to say is like, it's raw mm-hmm. for Brittany. Yeah. I think that when you have dealt with that, I think I've been dealing with this kind of shit since I was like 13. Yeah. It's like right? a constant it, cycle of shit. And something mm-hmm. I brought up a lot where I was like, what do I want to talk about today? I think what I find not funny, but most interesting and most real to me is that I have 
full-blown survivor imposter syndrome. Like, I What's have that? What's that? What's imposter that? Imposter syndrome is like the concept. It's largely uh, brought up with comedians where it's like no matter how successful you are, you feel like you're not actually a comedian. Good. You haven't actually yeah. made it. You're not actually good. Like, Oh, I feel like that even, too. Yeah. It's like a huge thing in the arts and like in comedy it gets brought up a ton where it's yeah. like it's called say, say it imposter again. syndrome. Oh, I know a po- imposter yeah. syndrome, but what yeah. did you say? You said something else. I said I feel like I have the survivor version of imposter syndrome oh, survivor where version? I'm just like, I... And I think this happens a lot and something that doesn't get talked about a lot for fat women. That, like, fat women are getting abused. Fat women are getting sexually assaulted. And it is even less likely that they are going to come forward because there is this thought process of nobody's going to believe me because who the fuck would want to love me? Black women, too, though. Yeah, 100%. Black women, too. Oh, yeah. We'll this is say shit. Yeah, yeah. We be like, okay, I'm gonna just put that on my back and put an H on my back and handle it. Yeah. Because I'm a strong black woman. You be like, but that shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And like, there was this moment where I was like, it was around when I started identifying as a fat woman that I identified as a rape survivor. What you mean you identified identified as a fat woman? You gained a certain amount of pounds, bitch. And you was like, you know what? I think (laughs) I'm gonna have to embrace this. No, and I was like, I'm not gonna like fuck her. I mean, fat activism is like a whole. Fat activism is a whole thing. Yeah. You bitches enough. Wait a minute. It's bitches. Wait, I want to hear more about this. (laughs) Go on about all of this. Okay. Fat activism is largely about. um, I'm like, what's going on? It is a (laughs) movement. Around the fact that fat people are discriminated against. That's in true, like though. In very okay. intense I, ways. Yeah. And it is a movement to reverse that. So as opposed to body positivity, which is like, everybody's fine and love your body and whatever. <laughs> fat activism is much more like, no, no, no. People don't like your body, but that's fucking fine. And that doesn't mean that you are less valuable. It just God. means that we as a society do judge fat people. And denying that So do we have that for stupid. black women? Do we have that for black women? Because I think I need that black women yeah yeah i mean i'm not a black woman so i can't speak i to can't like say how you could you could identify with it and i think that you black white women should start identifying as black women because then black women will get some more shit because yeah. you guys get appalled a lot yeah. and people don't fuck with y'all as much as they fuck with everybody else and if 100%. you could say i'm sorry guys my voice sounds like this because i'm fucking sick but he <laughs> was like i don't care you don't get a day off and i was like that's um, not at all what I said. You I did. just hugged you. That's not at all. No, you know what she said? She said, <laughs> said. we have to keep the momentum going, so take a pill. Because we do. That's <laughs> what I said. I said, we got to keep this going. We got to sponsor. Well, I'm just we saying gotta... that when I hugged you, um, Onika actually licked my face and made me say, no. <laughs> I, did, I licked your face. Oh, that you sounds so exciting. I'm so fucking horny. Why, okay. do, why don't we think I will we lick your here. face. I will lick your face. Would that, is that what you would like? Lick your face licked? Yes. <laughs> so, okay, I hear you on... Fa- so fat activism kind of sounds to me like the body positivity movement, but with more, like... A little more... Um, conviction. A little, little more great, edge. Great. Like, it's like... Yeah. Don't play you know, with like, me, bitch. Yeah, like, it's basically... It's like, you remember when we were having the race conversation and people were like, I don't see race. Like, of it's course like, you do. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you fucking do. And Why that's basically you? fat activism is the response. Similarly to, like, we don't see race and everybody's equal, whatever. Fat activism is more equivalent to, like as far as racism is concerned, like affirmative action, like actually correcting society, having an anti-racist view mm. is what fat activism is about, but in weight discrimination. Gotcha. You and know, goddamn black people, we, there's so many goddamn movements going on. Are we ever going to get reparations? Like this is some bullshit. <laughs> never, never. Cause everybody got to get now. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so you feel like as if you had imposter syndrome with, identifying with your abuse or with yeah, your experiences with it. for a long time. It. And also yeah. I think, I think I realized pretty quickly after that relationship ended 
what it was. What do you was. mean that? Did you guys talk about it before I came here? No, no, no. Was that what? what tell, us about, a, tell us about the relationship. Yeah, I was in a, I would say, predominantly verbally and psychological abusive relationship in my early 20s um, that did get physical at times. Mm-hmm. And I think even now it's hard for me to qualify it as physically abusive because Why? I was like, Can I in- because he didn't put me in the hospital. He didn't I have hit to me interrupt hard enough, for a you know? I know this so much because this is how I used to describe my relationship and I've had friends describe it like that too. If it's physical once, it's a physically abusive relationship. 100%. Done, I know. And I yeah. know you know this, but yeah. it's like, I did the same. I was like, well, we had one fight that got night, Brittany. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's crossed the line. It can't go back on. A hundred percent. And I remember the moment my friends actually at the time had like a full-blown intervention with me and they were basically like, if you continue to be in this relationship, like we are not supporting you as a person anymore. Well, how old were you? 21. 21. Yeah. What was your situation at home? Uh, I was living in school. You were in college or I was in college. college. Yeah, yeah. But I this was... happens a lot on college campuses. A lot. Because of all that stress and stuff we had, had, um, Alexion, and she was talking about her in law school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I had this like moment where I just kind of was like, y'all are taking it too seriously. You guys don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not. And I ended up continuing the relationship in secret. And like, there was a lot of hiding and there was a lot of isolating. And I think, I mean, the biggest thing that came out of that is my friends and I, not the biggest thing, we started coining a sparkle hoarder, which is basically like anybody that wants to just like hoard up your sparkle and like hide it from the world. Oh my which God, I think hashtag is like the sparkle, most. Hoardle. sparkle Sparkle hoarders is like the- Sparkle hoarder? Sparkle hoarder. Tell he, us, explain, please. Thanks. He just hoarded my sparkle up. Like it was like he just wanted it all for himself. I think you see this a lot with abusers that they try and separate their victim from their- networks from their family yeah, from yeah. their friends yes. that's often the first step right yeah and it's interesting the way it's reverberated reverberated out into additional relationships because i'm like i get so freaked out not as much anymore but when my husband when we first started dating was like you can't hang out with your friends tonight like we had plans i'd be like fuck you like, isolate my me. friends are my fucking life like you're an asshole yeah, he was like hey can we have like a dinner date tonight and I was like I'm blowing you off to get fucked up and do poppers and you don't say shit and he was like okay. I don't think that's how it works you were being the abuser actually yeah. I was like I have to do poppers on my friend's couch until 4 o'clock in the morning or you're abusing me and he was like what and you're like just let me be my own little unicorn and don't hoard my sparkle yeah like Please. I was just like excuse me bitch so like yeah. that's also that was like a learned behavior that I had to like condition my way out of where I was like okay just because my partner like wants to spend time with me doesn't mean that he's like fuck your friends <laughs> you know what I mean like so finding that balance I think is really interesting how do you find it though you have to have a really good man yeah I got to, a good to talk one. to talk you through all that crazy because at- oh he talks me through post-domestic so violence is crazy yeah. trying to date a woman that's been de- that dealt with that yeah mm-hmm. it, like because we are triggered so easily and yeah. and and then we like i, I don't want to speak for everyone but i know me i can easily become a, an abuser yeah like because yeah he's verbally because i'll just flip the whole hell out oh i i'm a verbal abuse i i've always been like a spitfire when it comes to that and it's, i don't think oh, it's I abuse just i think you and i are spitfires it's abuse if you say listen bitch let me tell you something what the fuck if a person can't take that kind of aggression yeah. it's, it's abuse i, I don't, don't think get so. aggressive like that I, I don't think it's aggressive like i'm always going to be a spitfire and i'm always i'm uh, what are the words we use for it now like sassy, sassy. <laughs> Sassy. 
Right, that. But it's ve- that's very different, the intent behind it, than verbal abuse. Yeah. Like, I don't think when my boyfriend called me, like, an, a no-good cunt whore, that was sassy. I think that was, like, <laughs> abusive. There was really no... Or when he told me, like, you know... You should go through this abortion by yourself because you're a piece of shit. And I don't give, like, shit like that. Like, that's not sassy. That's abusive. Like, that's different. My husband and I, I always, I'm like, you are, I often accuse him of being emotionally manipulative. And I think that happens vice versa, largely because we both just immediately start crying. (laughs) And it's like, I can't express my feelings because they're making you cry. So you're manipulating me by crying. And he's like, but I'm also just crying. And I'm like, but now I can't tell you why I'm upset. You know what I mean? Is he a cancer? I think it's time for Guess My Sign. What's his sign? Scorpio? No. What's his sign? His sign is not a cancer. Cancers always Mm -mm. cry. Mm -mm. Pisces? Mm -mm. You wouldn't guess it based on his sign. He starts crying? crying? No, you didn't ask your question. He's a Gemini. No, no, no. Guess my sign first. Taurus Virgo? I'm not Taurus Virgo, but I am. He's a Taurus. He's a Taurus and I'm a rising Taurus. And you're super compatible. And I, my solar is his rising. Your solar is his rising. And he's a Taurus. Capricorn? You're not no. a Capricorn at all. Wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm wait like a minute. I'm horrified that you don't know this. Because it's like also a like 80% thing. of comics. Wait a minute. Leo. Yes. <laughs> you're the Leo. Yes. Of course you're a Leo. I'm such a Leo. You're such a Leo. Oh, my God. Porsche. Oh, my God. You're Porsche so yes. extra. Oh, my God. I'm so But extra. in a great way, my rising sign is Leo, and I'm an Aquarius, oh, so we're like compliments on the axis. Uh, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's, good. that's good. Okay, that's anyways. Good. Whatever. So, anyways. So, to get back, I want to hear a little bit more about your story. Yeah. I mean, I think, there again, this has been like a like an ongoing trend with me of just being like, Allowing for this kind of behavior. I think the other thing that I really want to fucking talk about is that um, the equation of passion and abuse and me just. Oh, you mean a good dick after? Oh, yeah. First of all, the dick is so good. Like, I abuse of dick is bananas. Bananas. I'm well, sorry. I don't, also, why did I say that? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's like I. It's like I. I regrettably have to give my ex the medal for the best dick I've oh, ever 100%. had and will ever have in my life. Oh, it's life. the best sex will I've ever, ever had. Why? Well, because you are re because all that emotion, your love, you're all that emotion, earning them liking you. So you're like, yeah. oh, I'm fucking hot and dope, and he wants to fuck me. And every time he wants to fuck and you, I'm, you're like, ah, I won. I like have I get it. it. Like, yeah. Yeah. and it's like my husband, who I've been with for a decade. I'm like, oh, cool. You want to fuck me? in our bed like it's <laughs> so boring like, this, this is like, this is so productive and boring I was also no, just sorry. like when I was in this fucking like really intensely abusive relationship like I was crazy like, dick it was crazy. when if fucking look- love the way you lie came out and Ooh, I would listen to that. that's our shit that's our shit I'd listen to fucking love the way you lie and I would like get wasted as shit with my friends and be like it's worth it because it's real love and it's like shut the fuck up no it's no, not no, no, like, and you, but it feels oh, that's what it, it feels is that way. Way. and it's the only all... time it feels that way is during, and you feel like if you're fucking that intensely that it you're gotta like it's be gotta love. be love it's gotta be real or no. fighting that or intensely fighting. I remember my ex and I were in such a bad fight and we were just laying like still next Ripping to each other in the off. bed and he was like I'm so mad at you but I wanna fuck the shit out of you he was right like now. thank you sir and I was like thank take, you, sir. take your fucking pants off I am off. fully I was like, snail trailing right now like I am going snail to trailing? slide off this chair <laughs> what are you um I oh yeah it was it, oh God. You are, wait, I need everyone to hear that again. You are what now? <laughs> oh, 
snail trailing. <laughs> what snail trailing? What is that? I'm gonna slide off my chair. She's wet. Everybody, she wet. No, it's true. It's something that happens. I'm not in the joking field. though. Like it's, it's getting bloody. It's getting. Mm. Flooding. Just mm. thinking about it. It yeah. is. Oh God, it's horrible. It was not. It's, it's horrible. horrible. But again, it is. This that's why that D. It. That's why that S and M and all that kind of stuff really works. Even though you're like playing like you're an abusive, crazy person, you are being an abusive, abusive, crazy person. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, the dick was ugh. amazing. He laid then, down pipe like a motherfucker. But how'd you but leave it? How'd down. you leave it? How'd you leave it? Because that's what we try okay, to, so we try to get these women very, to go. Um, yeah. The fuck? Okay. I, you bitches are like, now they be like, that's why I'm staying. No, you got to leave, bitch. You're in danger. Okay, so. No, no. Wait, I think I have a theory. That's all you're really doing in these relationships is just snail trailing your way through. You're just sliding You remember Whitney Houston? I'm not Whitney Houston. Jesus. Uh, he, she would kill me. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> it was Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi well, Goldberg. Literally, one of them had eyebrows and one of them doesn't. No, literally. Whoopi, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost, when she was like, listen. You in danger, girl. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. You are in danger, girl. Like, yeah. come on, stop. So, so tell us to, how you leave. I yeah. left. And again, like, this is something where, like, I can point to so many sexual and emotional and romantic relationships that I've been in that have been abusive in some capacity. Focusing on this one, I would say... You guys are not going to like this answer. It's okay. No, we're going to. No, everybody leaves in their own way. Everyone leaves. I met my husband. Yeah, that's how it goes. You get over one, get under one. That's exactly what you got to do. That's the problem with us. Our freaking women think we got to get closure. No, bitch. Don't close nothing. Leave everything open. Just transfer deliverers. That's, but also, it was bad. it was messy between <laughs> you. Just that gotta, listen, I just want to be clear. Sorry. It was like you gotta trans. You gotta treat it like a solar system, and you just gotta constantly have you dick, can't close dicks it up. in your orbit. But not so really when, just dicks, but just, just human one, beings. Human beings. Like so, let's not be bam. like let's not even talk about the dicks. Let's talk about humans because what happens oftentimes, right? Yeah. Because that's what that's Men what just Anna dicks. said. That's what Anna said too. Like. It, like you, you give yourself some time for you, and then you open up to something else. When you sit up there, men do not need closure. They do not. What the fuck are they closing? Men don't need nothing. And and you know what men are? Humans. Yeah, I know. Well, I was just about to say it's like you're. What it's you so just, are we. What you just said about meeting your husband is literally the exact scenario from our last episode where Anna like dated threes accidentally developed her whole program. But, but in, a, in a brilliant program yeah. in which she took like three months off from sex and guys and anything in that area and then like ended up meeting her husband. Yeah, her husband. But it's so true. Men don't need – you men always have a bitch to any men listening right now. So, you all, There's always – women will go months with like – Nobody. I have, I have nobody and I'm okay and I'm no. just getting – Scarcity though. That's horrible because what happens is you know what we do as women? You overcompensate. No, not I, I cut you off a little bit, and I'm sorry, Brittany, for that. But you know what we do as women? So our self-esteem kind of diminishes as uh, who talks to us. So if this, like, little loser guy talks to us, in our mind, we start thinking, that's probably the guy that we can get. It kind of, like, diminishes. It what does. you got to do is, like, keep it going. Just yeah. keep it flowing. I'm not saying have sex with a bunch of people, but I am saying engage. I think if you are continuing to do that, though— I used to do that too, and then I would lower my standards and go with people that I knew were just hot trash. But go higher, go higher. I know, and I think I'm finally now at a point in my life where, like, I really stop looking at her like that. Like this, 
really? looking at her like what? You were looking at her and with love, motherfucker. I saw he was like this. I, I love Britney. She's I the love best. Adam. Britney's great. One take, Britney. One take, brave. One take, brave. Mm-hmm. Best in the biz, baby. Un- unapologetically. <laughs> all right, guys. Here at Violently Funny, we are all about empowering women. And you know who else is? My plus one. These are over-the-counter vibrators. And let me tell you guys, these bad boys have horsepower, okay? Pleasure isn't a luxury. It's for everyone, and so is plus one. These vibrators are here to change the game with the very first line of affordable, high-quality sexual wellness devices that you can get at mass retailers nationwide. That's right. No more sketchy orders on Amazon or Craigslist for your dildos. You could just go to a CVS, a Target, or a Walmart. Whether this is your first purchase or you're adding to your collection, why don't you go ahead and treat yourself to a different kind of self-love and get acquainted with My Plus One. Anyways, back to what I was saying. I forgot what I was saying. I'm saying I have learned to go without dick and just learn to love myself. And maybe that means I'm a pussy and I watercolor paint by myself on Sunday nights. And like, I listen to a lot of Nora Jones or like I, I burn some fucking it. I burn some fucking sage in my apartment or I have my one plus vibrator. I'm dating. Ear, 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 you I'm know dating. what I mean? I'm dating. I didn't. I will tell you that it, it's a newfound appreciation. I took such a break from it so many times in the last two years that now when I do go on a date. Yeah, it, it. I don't know. I just make sure I'm safe and enjoy myself, and I, I get something out of it. I just have a fun time. I will That's say. I mean, my my insecurity knows no bounds, you know. But um, there have been <laughs> watching. I have action. seen. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and it's funny because I really don't present that way. Um, but I remember like. I have a lot of conversations. I was hospitalized for anorexia in high school, and how I skinny were people. you? I was ninety pounds, and I'm five nine. Damn. Yeah. It was See a skeleton. That's it was shit. a lot. Bad. Um, so it was real bad, but people are like, how did you get over it? And I was like, I met my high school boyfriend. That's like literally straight up what happened. Yeah. And I was just like. And he didn't like and that. He, no. I mean, he knew me. So we actually hooked up. I was like bigger before. I lost like 120 pounds in a year. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, it was real bad. Um, did you have a bad home life? No, no, it, but it's, it doesn't always come from that. Yeah, I just always... have like a raging eating disorder, and also my sister had a cocaine addiction, and we were very competitive. So I was just like, I'm Yo, gonna be better. That's fucking. We hilarious. like went to diet together, and then she was fucking doing cocaine, and I was like, go fuck yourself. You're cheating. Like it was like a full Lance Armstrong situation where I was like, this is some bullshit, but I still won. I definitely <laughs> lost way more weight, but like whatever. I'm it, anorexic because my sister's bulimic, and you know what? Yeah, I'm like win. 100. Like Love literally that. fully, we were like, we're gonna go on a diet together. And then I like found out what? she was doing a bunch of coke, and I was like, "Well, I'm never fucking eating I again." I can't wait so now. Fuck your coke. Like, so did you not eat, or you just threw up? No, I just didn't eat. You just uh-huh. not eat. Me is for children. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. Hashtag bulimia is uh, for children. Keep your spit yeah. up to yourself. Yeah, just come Wear on. Wear a goddamn bib. It doesn't even fucking work. No, I, come was, on. I was anorexic like a what real What do you want, bitch, a fucking you know? sick day from school, twat? <laughs> Yo, you are sick. Uh, just to be clear, I've been bulimic too, so I can say this shit. That's hilarious. At this point in time, I was super anorexic. But, so I hooked up with him when I was fat. We like made out, but he didn't like... Whatever. He liked me. He had gone to college and he came back and I kept like getting thinner and thinner and thinner. And he was like, I'm worried about your eating disorder. And I was like, I know. But well, you like, told right? him you had an eating disorder. You it was so it? clear. I was fucking 90 pounds. Like it was not. 
Like, I fainted in class. I had to wear a heart monitor. They wouldn't let me play sports. Oh, Emily, what? Oh, it was like What is happening? Yeah, I had to wear like like a heart monitor to school because they were like, your heart's going to stop. And so they needed like something to monitor that it didn't, my blood pressure didn't go too low. And you were aware of it and you just were like, where was well, your I mama? The, the Where was school your mama? went to my mom. My mom had a full-time job. The school went to my mom and was like, yo, homegirl's like going to die. And she was like, cool. My other daughter's in rehab for cocaine. So like fucking deal with it. Because <laughs> like I'm busy. Oh, <laughs> like shit. it was a yeah. was your mom year. a single mom? Uh yeah. I get it. Hey, yeah. it is what it is. Like, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, you like, should have got it together. Like you should have a whole problem. Yeah. Like I Sorry. can't I still think about that and I'm like, oh shit. Like what a shitty year for her. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine. But um yeah, so he came back, he was like, I'm in love with you, I'm in love with you. And I was like, okay, like whatever. Like, I don't know, I don't care. And then at some point, first of all, they told me I couldn't play softball anymore, and I was like an athlete. And that was, like, really hard. And so the, I became the catcher because they were like, you can't run. But <laughs> you can squat. You can't run because you might die. So you don't have to squat. Yeah. Because the and wind also, would blow your ass they would away. Let me bat. They would let me bat, but I could only run to first base. <laughs> Yo, like, what the I fuck is wrong with you? All these home runs. This is like, not hilarious. This is fucked up. Why are y'all laughing? This is bad. Because she's laughing. Yo, you don't. You don't talk about this on stage. No. Please talk about to. this on stage. It's hilarious. It's, yeah, it's it was a lot. But okay, so anyway, he was like, "I love you, I love you," and I was like, "Okay." And then I remember he Did took he me to you? Best Buy. Our first date was on a Best Buy. Uh-huh. Um, hot. Yeah, we went to a Best Buy, and he kissed me in an aisle at Best Buy, and I was like, "I like a boy." And then he was Did like, "Want to go get some which pizza?" Aisle? Which aisle? I thought you were gonna say which body part, and I was like, "No, I didn't like eat my pussy in Best Buy at 16. How um, 1980s hot would that be? It would be a moment. Nice. Um, definite mood. No, um, you would which need to aisle shave. we were oh. by? Like all the big screen TVs. So, like, a lot of coverage. A lot of coverage. So, y'all kissed, and then y'all got together, and then you start eating We kissed, and then immediately from Best Buy, he was like, let's go get some pizza. And I was like, I'll eat some fucking pizza. (laughs) And I, like, ate solid food for the first time in, like, six months. Dick is hard. Look at look at look at at the penis. Well, I think that this is a dick success story. It got her to eat pizza. It got me to eat pizza. That relationship got her out that well. It got her out. (laughs) It got her out of a domestic violence situation too. Her husband got her. She got with her husband and got over her abuser. Yeah, but that also took a long fucking time. Where it's like those relationships bled together. They informed like I like. When I started hooking up with my husband, I was still talking to my ex-boyfriend, who, like, again, we were not in an exclusive relationship, whatever, but I was still very much entangled in that. Like, there was a lot of... Love. These things are happening simultaneously. Is it love? Yeah, still love. Oh, I was deeply, deeply, deeply in love. With with both of them. Both of them. In very different ways. But, like, those things definitely bled into each other. Yeah, And I will say there would be moments... I mean, a gangbang. Sorry. That would be real death. Um... There were moments where it's like it would be years after this relationship and I would get like a little drunk on pink wine and I would like sit in my bedroom and I would be like, I just imagine this guy from college like knocking down the door and being like, I need to have you. Like just this like great love. It's it is marketed to women as a great love. It's great lust. Actually, it's just lust. It's not it's not love. love. Because love does not knock down the fucking door to get some vagina. A hundred percent. But that is I Even viewed that it as this sexy like shit to me. that Chuck and Blair that like <laughs> like it's like it's fucking Jane Austen talks about the shit like couples yeah, yeah, that hate each other like, are uh, so like, romanticized and it's like this huge thing and I was like okay like cool like my wonderful stable husband who's like hey do you 
want to watch like fucking Eric Andre and then like mutually masturbate and like respect each other. And I'm like, that's great. But instead, you could tell me that I'm a stupid bitch and you hate all my friends and then fuck me sideways. Like, that's also... Both of them are different kinds of pleasure. That was good because you get the other... like, And you hit the clit real... You hit the G-spot, too. No, no, when you do it, like, sideways, when it's like... like, Spoon fucking. When it's like, when it's like, um, like, 10 o'clock... When you hit like the ten o'clock, you're like, yo, ten o'clock is amazing. But you're it's like, like that anger and that love like are you're so like, they're Sorry. so intertwined. Anger and love are so intertwined. Well, and my husband you, and I do not get angry with each other. Can, we cry. It, we don't get angry. We you, just get hurt. Some emotions, they're just too they're emotions that have extremes. Yeah. They're emotions that have I can hear that host from over here. Yeah, that's a lot. All right, anyways, it's I. I know him. It's those are two emotions that tend towards extremes. um, um, When you love Schmidt, you love hard, and then it's like when you're angry. There's no way to be angry and be chill. Like that doesn't happen. It doesn't like equate. You know. So it's just it's just figuring out where you need to like place that energy. Yeah, that's hundred percent. And also too, you recognize as a human being that if you're really fucking pissed off about something, it must mean you you really fucking care. But again, I blame so much of this on shit like. Watch the way you lie, and like fucking like Jane Austen and Shakespeare, and like no, yes, kids, I Shakespeare. Too. It's true, it's so- Desdemona. She's like, huh? Oh, how do I? You be like, listen, Desdemona. He wants to kill you. Yeah, he would like to kill well, you, Desdemona. And even like in Big Little We're Lies. About Sorry, guys. Big Little Lies. Nicole. K- I mean, I loved that show, and that show was actually a huge part of why I left my ex because I watched it on a five-hour plane ride from California back to New York, and I watched Nicole. So everyone in my life was low-key sending me like Morse code signals. They were like, "You should watch Big Little Lies." Yeah. <laughs> you should watch Big Little Lies. Really? I was like, "What the fuck is it with this TV show?" But it's like, how and, much do I have then, to masturbate to Big Little Lies? Before <laughs> like, I realize, I'm good. This motherfucker's gonna kill me. And he, I'll never forget. My ex goes. He goes. Uh, Nicole Kim was getting the shit beaten out of her in an episode, and he goes, "Tough day for the redhead." He goes, uh, and I was like, "It was so." But even in that, the depiction is when he's not literally choking her to death. What are they doing? Having sex, fucking the shit out of. But each that's other. the thing because right, and healthy like, relationships aren't depicted as some some good ass sex. But it does also, that's also fuck true up. Too. But it is, yeah. Like you, like right, because if we if we emulate what we see on screen, there's never a time when you're like, I am having a very good time. Oh my God, Belle, turn around, uh, 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 Harold, yeah. it's amazing. Harold, no, Chad, Harold and Chad don't lay good pipe. That's- Harold and Chad pay good mortgages and that's what they do and also too it's like the only time these lead female characters have hot passionate sex is when they step out of their marriage or men too right you ever see the only time it's it's ever like hot it's forbidden fruit it does get into even if it's not abusive it is always there is like anger or hatred how did you know it was abuse when you were in your first abusive relationship when did you realize this is abuse my first one I got slapped and I was like you was like that's abuse I got slapped slap I got slapped. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, That's so fucking disrespectful. I got slapped after saying that I cut myself. And it was because I hurt hurt the thing he loves the most. Which was you. Yeah. And I was like, that's some... That's mind some mind fuck shit. shit. Yeah, that was not with like the person that I think of Holy as like my great love. Fucking shit, isn't that good? Emily. Yeah, but that isn't was that like good? I was young. I wouldn't was. Wouldn't you 15. go for that? Wouldn't you go for that? You would go for that? No, I was. 100%, She's no. already having an emotional. Im- I was 15. I was an idiot. 
I was an idiot. But you were cutting yourself. Why were you cutting yourself? Where was your father? Where's this motherfucker? My dad is like in the. My mom had sole custody, um, so my dad was around. Like you know, fathers don't get how that how how they need to really play a bigger part because domestic violence. We don't really talk about. The, the dads. Well, my dad... Okay, my dad is definitely a part of my life now, but, like, I was raised with my mom, like, my... Predominantly. My, yeah, 100% yeah. predominantly. Yeah. Um, and, like, my dad could not be a more gentle, loving person. Like, really? Like, at all. He's, like, a yogi. He's, like... He's so, a yogi? Your dad a is yogi. a yogi? He's a yoga teacher. So he's gay. He's... <laughs> oh, sorry. He's very His dad's name, Chad. He's a yoga teacher. He <laughs> also, like, he just took training. He just got a certification to yoga teach in... Um, hospices oh, because cute. he's like really into helping people that are close to just death and die. like guiding them through the transition. Your father like, yeah. has a God loving. syndrome. What the fuck is he's just your father? Like, he's so loving. He's so incredible. But he was not super present and like definitely didn't inform a lot of this stuff. You know, I, yeah. Like I, I have never dated anyone that is remotely like my father and I know everyone's like, I would, like I don't date anyone like my father but like all of their partners are kind of like their father. Like, I'm deeply, like, none of my partners get along with my father. None of my partners, like, fucking understand. Like, they're so different. I have, and I can say this because as supportive as he is, like, my my dad is not going to listen to this podcast. So I'll say this. Oh, my dad's definitely going to listen to this. And I love you so much, Dad. Oh, my God, Daddy. (laughs) Daddy Duke, namaste. (laughs) Whatever, Daddy Duke. That's a little gay. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy Chad Duke. Hi. We we like there, that anyway. We would like a little gay guy. Anyways, so my dad and I love him and we have we have a good relationship. Like all things considered. I'm not here like picking yeah. away and trying to find problems where there aren't them. Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm being upfront about that. That being said, there's always been like a distance between me and my dad that's so not there with me and my mom. My mom are so intertwined, I'm basically still like in in her like that's how like <laughs> truly like I'm like I've never I'm like everyone I don't jokes. have a great I haven't heard in everyone, her my dad in is dope but I don't have context a, in a really long no, time like in her uterus her, I get it I get it I just there's still a place there's still a place my family way. jokes because my mom and our best friends like do you uh, have siblings no and oh, I I was gonna say because they must fucking hate you no, so no, no, there's no. A I would never be able to I'm telling you it has something to do with the father it does and it's like I am just like she's my everything I adore my mom to pieces but my dad and I it's uh, my dad's so an angry they are so married yeah okay. but my dad is like an angry dude like out of the two of them like he is the one who has the temper he is the one who flies off he never hit me growing up actually an interesting thing was my mom who would do the five finger smack the Italian yeah. like like get the fuck you know get out of here but my dad instilled a lot of fear in me just from his anger yeah. and just from his temper and just from how he'd fly off about things and like I didn't like my when my dad is angry even still at 28 like I can't be around him oh it I just, just start it triggers something if anybody so yells, do I I start like shaking I cry not my mom you guys, but you guys see what this is right it, y'all I looking, do y'all listening and right? like my ex okay. I think that's why I was able to deal with his like temperament or because, temperament because of other dudes. Because you can reason it, you can reason, reason through it. it. And I was like, "Oh, and it's again. familiar. Oh, that is love. Actually, I understand that." Or my, oh, that's but just my a dad strong did not, man. Yeah. My dad, my dad, did. my dad wasn't around. Yeah. So I like I use Heathcliff Huxtable as my like iconic father yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I just made up this fantasy relationship and how it should be. Yeah. And, and I. And and it's sad to say 
I kind of still do that shit to this day. Yeah, I think we all do. I mean, I mean there's fantasy a part of everyone's life. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's some aspect of what we wish it was and what, what it is in our heads. And I think it's so much of becoming an adult is reconciling what, what, oh, am I just looking at something as how I want it to be in my head or am I looking at it for what it is right in front of me? I do, I do, jobs, I, do the, I do the former. Dating, anything. It's not, not only not dating. jobs, but it's not only dating. Dating, because I'm so like, disconnected as it relates to dating like I'm all in and then as soon as you start showing me some bullshit I am immediately emotionally all out yeah that's how I am too like there's no middle ground for me which is so sad because sometimes there's just some miscommunication but I also gotta be honest there's no coming back from having someone who's abused you that's that. Like I and like my therapist has even said that she's like, there's like a part of you that what is kind never of abuse, any kind of abuse, emotional or physical or anything. She's like, you're never going to be the abuse. I think that like, I, you're never going to be the version of you that you were before that happened. And honestly, that's a beautiful, okay thing. It just yeah. truly is. You're just different. Like people like that view love and view the world differently. So I think I'm the same way. I don't think it's a cold and detached cunt way that I shut down emotionally but if I see something that's a threat to what I currently have emotionally or who I am you shut down I just shut down and it's it's not cold and criminal it's just I just I used to like I feel it and I distance myself I'm trying to get past this like box because what people don't talk about as it relates to being in relationships that are toxic Mm -hmm. you box yourself in after Yeah. yeah So there are certain things, certain perimeters that you will not let somebody get into. And then that closes you off to to experience yeah. the fullness of love. Like it I truly know, does. Like, yeah. like women, right? So I'm not into women, even though I, I probably would do a woman, but I just don't want to have to eat nobody. You should. Vagina. It's fun. I'm scared. But anyway. No. Because I don't scissor. know. No, I can't do it. I'm just okay, something about me. But anyway, so, but I trust women. So much more than I do men. I do too. And it's so crazy because women are so bullshit and sketchy. You know what I'm trying to say? You bitches always do the bullshit. People are bullshit. bullshit. Earlier when you were talking about manipulation, I was like, I kind of adhere to this principle that all human beings are manipulators. Right. And we all are on some level. It just depends on how yeah, far. That's our only adaption strategy. It's the only exactly. adaption Let's strategy. Let's kill somebody, right. I yeah. think it's fucking primal, dude. Like yeah. it goes back to like hunting and gathering and holding your own and defending your property and shit like that. Like it's like, I think we're all manipulators. I think it just depends on how far are you willing to twist and fuck up someone's the mental seduction. well-being to do so. Yeah. But to your point, like, Prior to my ex, I think I even still, and I hate admitting this, but it's true, had that, like, mm, towards other women. Like, wasn't fully, fully, fully confident. Wasn't fully, fully, fully. And then after seeing what my ex did to me, seeing what he did to the woman he has a child with, seeing after getting his background check run and seeing, oh, I'm one of four women Four women that he has aggravated harassment and assault charges against. That so he not, kept secret like he from like me love. for three years. I had no fucking idea until I started a piece of shit together myself. I was like, oh, I, tr- I will trust a woman over a man any day. I just trust any women day because I know, we're cr- I know our crazy. I know our yeah. crazy. Yeah, that and too. most of our crazy is about emotion. And I, and, and and when, I get it. And when I figured this part out, hashtag uh, Prophet Drake. Jealousy. Hashtag sparkle hoarder. Yeah. Hashtag skinny pop. Jealousy is nothing but hate and love experienced at the same time. And I was like, oh, right. Because I love this shit, but I hate that I'm not it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. 
I get it. And that changes. So yeah. that's why I trust women because I also think it's a feeling. Jealousy is something that you know that you're capable of having or doing yourself, but you, you just don't have it because of you. Mm-hmm. I trust. That's, um, that's what makes you hate it's fucking things, everyone. It's things in in your control that you know you could have, but it's ultimately on me that I don't fucking so have now it. What I am so intensely and have been since birth incredibly trusting. Like I really? have deeply believed that everybody is good and it is... That's the virtually That's impossible for me to believe that somebody yeah, but would have Leo's malintention or I'm a lunar Pisces. Um, Outro. Yeah. So I think that's how, so, which is basically is. like I'm Kim a, is a fucking pussy. Um, lunar Pisces is like emotionally I'm like a flopping fish. Like it's like what? like I don't know. I love me. Yeah. Um, I am I really truly like my default is like every single person has love and wants to do good things and it's just like whatever their psychological damage is that makes them behave in whatever way but like if I can just communicate with them effectively I can get to it like it (laughs) will be solved and I like truly 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 believe that that's one of my core tenets and then the other is that like the whole like if a tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it doesn't make a sound like I am the tree like I'm like my only fucking job on this planet is to impact other people and I don't honestly believe that I exist I if that. other people aren't talking to me like it's like that's a, that's a Leo. Leo that's a oh, Leo my, 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 my daughter's a Leo that's a Leo that's thing. a Leo yeah, thing I'm like I literally like being in a room by myself for more than 20 minutes makes me want to crawl out of my skin like it's it like is, a depression oh, like I can't now you're depressed it's not even it's not even a depression it's like a, an existential anxiety of like I don't believe in reality anymore because nobody is here confirming reality. So confirming okay. that I'm real. So, so, yeah. that so I'm tell here. me. So so let's do this, right? Let's. I, we want you to talk to our listener, who is the domestic violence victim. Hopefully, not survive. survivor. She's in it. Yeah, she's in it. She's trying to get out. Like, tell us what you would say to her. If you suspect it, you're probably right. And even if you are like, I wouldn't define it that way or I don't know if it's that. Like exactly what Brittany heard that I said that she recognized. Like if you are in a relationship where it is even a question of whether or not there is abuse, you shouldn't be in that relationship. Maybe it's not full-blown abuse and however you define that, but you certainly should not be in that relationship. And you do not need that relationship to have So how, how get out? What's your, what's your, what's your strategy I mean, again, like so much of what I just said is like, I can't be alone. And I think like the narrative around getting out of domestic violence are so often like be self-sufficient and trust yourself and love yourself and know you're great. And it's like, no, you have to lean on other people. You have to find other people. And there is a very real possibility in which you, victim, have been isolated from your network and from the people around you. But there are groups that can support you. There are hotlines. There, there are so many people that you can talk to. I called a hotline. I did. Um, which was super... I, I called up, I my up, grandmother. I, just, I ended up women knowing the person. Grandmother. I called the hotline and I ended up knowing the person. And they had to what say... What you mean know the person? I, I went to college in a small town and the I, one of the volunteers knew me from oh, school. Damn. And she was like, I have to tell you that like I know who you are. And, and I ended up moving in with her for like 
four days. Holy shit. Um, so it so, worked out, but like, call, there are, but this is not somebody that at that point in time I would have identified as like a huge person in my life, but I went and lived with her and like, she was like, people do love you. There are Leos, Pisces out there that will house you. Fucking call I had a me, Leo me. that I don't talk to anymore that is the only person in my life who ran into my ex and told, I'm not saying fight violence with violence, A, but he ran into my ex and he was like, get out of my venue. He owns a concert venue and he was like, you laid a hand on Britney. And he goes, well, you need to hear the whole story. He's like, I actually fucking don't. I will fucking murder you with my bare hands. Like, you have 10 minutes to get the fuck out. Or else, like, I will fucking... And it's one of the only people who, like... And he was like, BJ, I don't know if you know this, but, like, I'll fucking kill you. Look me in the eyes when I say this. Like... You like she's a hundred pounds. Like you, what the fuck is fucking wrong? And you're with not you? even like, hundred pounds. Yeah. Ninety eight. Oh, bitch. bitch. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but it was the only. There is one whoever, and I don't talk to him anymore. And it, there's no falling out. It's just me yeah. falling out of touch. Yeah. But I will never forget. How I was like, this person has nothing, no allegiance to me, and just really believes me. And that's great. And and, and find somebody and who believes you and will fucking bat support you. For it. And also, any second, there's also I. I mean, this is just for toxic relationships in general. There, and I honestly, toxic I think relationships from, are in general. Like, think yeah. about that. You don't have to be fighting, but if the shit is uncomfortable, it's toxic. Yeah. yeah. But there's, I honestly, I think this is a rule from like some fucking game playboy playbook from like Cosmo in like 1982. Like, I honestly think this is like a Don't he's not in, me, not that into you thing. But I think it also is relevant for this, which is anytime you want to pick up the phone and call them, you have a list of ten other people that you're going to call. And so, oh. and if you still want to call him after you talk to those ten people, then you're allowed to. But call I had a the, list. Call the guy. Call the guy. Call. That's so true. Yeah. yeah you so know I had a is, list. I was like, these are 10 people that if I'm like, I need to talk to him, I have to call every single one of those people. And if after those 10 phone calls, I still want to call him, then I can call so him. So let me ask him. you and something. And I never ended up What about like your calendar, that? right? So if somebody yeah. wants to know where you are at all times and they pretend like they do the same thing for you, is that like a, a sign of a, a potential abuse? No. I mean, my husband and I share calendars. Wait. What? Wait, what part of this are you saying? It's fine. I just don't know what you're saying. Sharing calendars is what you're saying? I'm sorry. I don't think it's necessary. It's definitely not abuse in my situation. It's not abuse, think that I don't don't think that I'm up front in relationships now because I'm so afraid to be put in a trunk. Yeah. Like, I'm so afraid to be put in a trunk that I am the person now that's not up front. Yeah, yeah. You have to, you know again, my nature you know is so that? trusting. My nature is so trusting. I don't, I don't trust like, shit I don't have to now. worry about that. I think that so. there's a theory. I think people either meet new people and they take them as starting at 100 and you decide whether or not you get deducted from there or you start at like zero yeah. and you earn it or I something. I think I start at 62. Me too. I started at like 50, You start 60, at 100 and, and you have to really fuck up to get lower. Really? See, I'm I the just opposite. fucking love people <laughs> like i am just, i do too i am on board i don't know man that's how kim there... is kim is like that kim is like so trusting and understanding and stuff she's like oh nika but you're looking at it wrong what if they were just saying maybe they like didn't that. mean like that and i'm like fuck that they try to get over it she's like you shouldn't think like that i don't mean it like that see i, I don't think it like that either i'm like oh, i don't nika, give people chances I, I, but there's layers to it too it's not that i think that someone's a demon either but it's that like i think real trust is built over time with consistency 
and with who's who's constantly there, who you get to you get to know their character, you get to see them in different situations. I think you got to see people angry and then see how they are. I think that's when you get the real version of someone. You got to see someone angry and when they're down and out and they're not in a good position and see how they. You also have to. I'm also a big believer. You have to see how people treat people in the service industry. Oh, that's people, fucking huge. It's so fucking huge. And I've but it's also not 100. How do you, do you treat those people? I've seen abusers treat people in the service industry. Some type of subject they don't. They're like this bitch, but. But sometimes you never know because sometimes you like they're like oh I know that person and you're like but I would say anybody that is face. rude to people in the service industry is an abuser but not every abuser is people rude to people in the service I will industry. say from that's my, the Venn diagram that is true that's where the exclusive and inclusive yeah. I, I will say with true. my two exes my one that was physically and emotionally abusive and one that was just emotionally abusive and a piece of shit that cheated repeatedly and is nuts. Yikes. Yeah, both of them that have cheaters, had the most... In- cheaters. Cheaters. Well, shit. they both did, but the, the two that have had the most impact, I will say the one consistent thing about both of them that I can tell you is that there was no one in their life that was consistent. One of them was a, a lead singer of a band and his band lineup changed every year. What That's, about his parents? Uh, all over the place. Different issue all over the place. So for that, there's a connection maybe. But I don't know. Well, that, That's not my call to make. But I would say, like, he can't even keep a, a lineup of people around him yeah. that, like, want to, like... And my ex is the same way, too. I'm like, wow, I finally realized halfway through the relationship. I'm like, anyone who ever meant anything to you is gone. Like, these people have no friends. They have, they have no, nothing. Like, and he's like, well, what about you? I'm like, I don't know. But I have friends from middle school, from elementary school. I have my roommate and I are best too. friends. I have friends from elementary same. school. Like, I'm like, I don't know. And I've had my falling and out. And I'm not that's Great, and I'm not a great person, but I'm I same. I'm like I'm not, I'm not perfect. I fuck up all the time, but yeah. like I will tell you the one thing. Uh, I think you're like this too, Onika, which is why I adore you. Mm. I, I am not perfect. Nobody is. No, I am a piece of shit. Like I, I think you're great. I, thank you. Likewise. Shit, so. but, but again, I just said I think not, everybody's but I'm great. Not great. So. <laughs> I, it's like I think you're ex- extra special. Great. Same. Same. <laughs> I will say, and this is what ha- Onika and I bonded, and like I think about you and I have a bond yeah. too. Is like if I am wrong, I will give myself one thing. One thing that I give myself credit for is when I am wrong, I will admit it. I do. Yeah. I will admit it. But I, I make an no excuse problem. after though. That's the thing. I do. Oh, I, I don't I, do that. Because, I don't. So, so I say I fucked up, and then I say no because you know what it is. Because oftentimes people don't realize that you don't really mean to fuck up. Yeah. You know, well, like yeah. like because because my heart is good, so. Most times I thought something else. Like yeah. today I'm late or whatever, but I overextended myself. And yeah. and and I was like, oh I my god, I gotta do this. Time. I gotta do this. And I overextended myself. And I and I and I'm very apologetic. But see, and that's that's where the explanation comes in because yeah. I'm like, but and so that negates the but first. That's how part. I am too. I have friends get mad. I've had falling outs of friends because I cancel plans all the time or I'm flaky. And I am flaky. I'm a flaky fucking bitch. But I'm like, it's also because- is that your thing? Because I fucking hate that. <laughs> I will okay. kill you. So Flakiness? Flaky. That is her thing. Uh, She's like, let's just blow it. And I'm like, no, we can't. Yeah, oh know. my God. But it's because of You are my, my kryptonite. No, but you know what really? it is? Yeah. Because, because you know what it is? But you know what it is? Because she, ex- she, because she cares so much, she doesn't want to say no. But this That's is, exactly okay, what but this I is also my thing. Myself my to trusting people. everyone and loving everyone and like generally, you know, being like a uh, uh, fucking magnet for abuse is just that like, I'm such a people pleaser because I have this feeling of like, I have to re-earn that person's love constantly, constantly. So it's like, if I blow off plans with a friend or blow off anything, you feel like that, you're starting at zero again. Yes. 100%. Yeah, now, now, yeah, me I'm too. like, now oh, I we had a dinner. To dinner. If I cancel this dinner tonight, now I got to take you to dinner. No, no, no. You will just decide that you don't like me anymore. Like, 
It like is that like it'll go down such an intense. Oh, rabbit I don't hole. feel like that. Oh yeah, I will. 100% but I will pay you back. Into, like, oh no, I will go into I'm like a, this person doesn't fucking like me anymore. This person wants nothing to do with me. I'm dog shit. Like I'm starting at the beginning. Like we're not friends anymore. For oh, like I, don't I think also that. have object. So object permanence. Do you guys know what that is? Yes, no, because you got a, little... a lot of shit going on in your brain, bitch. <laughs> Object permanence Sorry. is like the thing from childhood where it's like if a baby, it's basically the developmental stage for children when they realize that like if your mom leaves the room, they will come back. You know what I mean? Like where they cry and cry and cry because like it's Object basically when attachment. they're cool with things leaving because they're like, it'll come back. Like I will, whatever. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. It'll come yeah. back. I have huge object permanent problems. I will, like, my best friend and I, if we don't talk for, like, 12 hours, I'll be like, he doesn't even She's fucking gone. know my name. Like, we don't even fucking talk to each other. Like, I even t- like, it's fucking nuts. I think I might nuts. have that a little bit. Yeah, it's I huge. Think a lot of it also have makes that. me that, chain smoke and eat like a mother. Because I'm like, these are the last cigarettes I'll ever have. Like, these are the, this is the last pizza I'll ever have. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just this, like, this is the last wine oh, I'll ever have. I want more wine. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's this, like, I need to have it all now because it's not coming back. Um, that's relatable. I love your nails. That's relatable. I've had that in a couple of relationships. I had that with my last ex that I'll, I'll admit wholeheartedly that like, if I didn't hear from him for a couple of hours, I would think that like, oh, he's got to be cheating or he's got to be falling out of love with the house. But it's like, that's why an abusive relationship is so addictive because you are actually re-earning that You're love every time which is so amazing yeah. like it's like why are you acting I like that's like, good that's not good no, I'm saying it's, it's addictive it's addictive when you've got a piece of shit abusive boyfriend and then all of a sudden you guys make up and he brings you flowers don't you feel like I've never been Nothing more of a queen of the world felt. oh my god uh, the complete queen the romance like, of it all but it's again for me figuring out the difference between like okay my best friend and I didn't talk for 24 hours and now he fucking hates me and I have to re-earn that and all this shit I convinced myself of versus my, you know, whatever shitty high school boyfriend slapped me across the face and, like, told me that I'm a sack of shit. Like, I feel like I need to re-earn love in both those situations in the same way, which is insane. Different situations Like, completely different. But I feel that same, like... <sighs> like I need you to I love know. me please I've only no. since like walked myself down I even I mean it's that same feeling you get when like a friend doesn't text you back within and you know you kind of build on them and then you're like oh she fucking hates me and is never gonna talk to me again yeah and then it's like trying to tell yourself like no I'm probably okay or this is solvable going or this too, isn't the going end too of hard. my world or no. I'm going too hard or whatever the case is um but it's it's it, it's this instant stupid. I call it insta sad. You know, like Instagram. Because yeah. you know what it is? Because Instagram makes you feel like instantly sad. Like dopamine and then, and then the serotonin. Everything like it's just When so, you were Emily earlier, I was like. too much going on. And it's like, uh, 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 uh. And we never get like a chance to Were just you just chill. trying to sing M.I.A.? Because that's what I heard. <laughs> uh, 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 I like No, bitch. I was just saying. Like it's too much going but on. But earlier when us. you were saying that, I was like, that's just chemical. That is chemical. And it is chemical. Sometimes when my mood dips and I get randomly sad, I have to remind myself. I'm like, oh, I'm a woman. Like I, I feel shit on a different fucking. I'm plane. all plane. plane. But like mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, I'm sad. People are like, why? I'm like, I don't even fucking know. No. Fucking cause, dick. Just because I am. There's no and, reason. Yeah. There's no reason. And you got to remember that we have those emotions. Yeah. And just come and go. And you got to like give yourself a Ride minute it out. to breathe through it. And that's that's the other thing. But so. What you saying to the domestic violence survivor victim lady? What you gonna say to her? Sorry, I said 
if you suspect it, you're probably right. Get out of that fucking relationship. And also, you don't need to be right or wrong. You just... Need to be safe. If you have any concerns, believe yourself. And you don't have believe to do yourself. take action or, like, do anything. All you got to do is leave. Like, that's it. You don't need to call the cops necessarily. You don't need... You don't owe anybody anything except for yourself right now. Just get out. So, so what about when you want to go that. back? What about when, when you, you want to go, go back? Because you always want to go back. <sighs> I mean, how I got through it when yeah, I wanted you, to go back. How do you back, breathe through that go back? How I would generally do it. That's so powerful. And sometimes I failed or not. It's like making me literally remember mornings when I was like, don't fucking text him. He just beat the shit out of I you. Think, I think like, try, like, try the 10 people. Think of 10 other people that love you or that you could call. And that could include fucking me. Like, I'm not like fucking DM me on Instagram. Same, like, I'm fine. Like not only this is three fucking Gmail. people on your list. Like, you can find them. Like, make a list of 10 people. Use that. Um, contact those people before you want to do it. And, and tell think the about truth why. to those people. Say, say, I want to call them so much. I feel like an yeah. idiot. I feel like an idiot, but it's something inside of me that says I need it. Yeah. That's, that's important. I think you don't need to, if you're in that predicament, you don't need to tell the truth to everybody. That's unrealistic. But I do think that if you're going to take refuge with certain people, you have to tell the truth to those people. I did have on one hand, a handful of people that I was like, you can't tell anybody this, but I'm flying to go see him this weekend. And they were like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Or like, I was like, I just called him. All right. Okay. Yeah. You know, you've got to have a handful of people that you know you can be brutally right, so honest So you don't have with. to lie and say he so called me. you don't me. have to lie. You're lying right. to 99% like, hey, of them. He didn't call like, you. You're lying to everybody. You you're lying to yourself. Him. Like, reality is fucking falling down around you. Like, it's just. Yeah. Figure out other people that you can call. And when you want to fucking go back, just think about why you want to go back. And also forgive yourself if you do. Yeah. But, like, really. Take and a stand you can. for yourself you and can know. Come back again. Yeah. That would be my advice. Thank you so I'm much. I'm not an authority on this. <laughs> yeah, you, but you are, are. But you are. <laughs> Actually, when you've gone through it, the thing is, when someone's listening, there's something that, that resonates for them. So as you tell the truth, yeah. you free them. Hmm. You really do. And your story was incredible. And it brought up so many topics that Onika and I haven't even covered. And you were so right. fucking brutal yeah, and bitch, honest. Like 90 oh pounds. Everybody. 6'3". That's a lot. <laughs> Sparkle I'm horror. seven feet tall. I was 12 pounds. It's a whole fucking thing. A snail train is going to be stuck in my life forever. Please, what everybody. Sparkle glitter. Sparkle Hoarder, Snail Train, all of it. We're going to hashtag it. Um, please follow and support the wonderful, authentic, honest, fantastic Emily Duke. Thank you yes. so Thank much. You so much for having Thank me. you for coming in. Divinely funny. Oh, my God. I appreciate time. having you. It will take me for you. I'm living my life like it's golden. 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 Hey everybody, it's Brittany Brave of Violently Funny. Thank you so much to everyone who's listened, supported, and shared their stories. Now, Onika and I are trying to bring levity to a tough topic, but make no mistake, your safety is our number one priority. If you or someone you know is in danger, you can call 911 or you can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at one 800 799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. That number, along with a list of other resources, is going to be found in the description and details of every episode of Violently Funny. We want you laughing and we want you healing and learning, but we need you safe and sound and in one piece. 
Again, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. Onika and I will see you next week. Freedom.